us. Our next guest is a very talented singer and actor, best known for his work on Northern Exposure, Quiz Show, Numbers, and you can watch him on the series Billions. Please welcome Rob Morrow! You don't even know that. That's the theme song to Northern Exposure. How many people know Northern Exposure? Oh my God, one fucking person. What the hell? Northern Exposure was a show I did from 1990 to 95, and it was a cult hit, and uh, it was really cool. It had dealt with all kinds of interesting stuff, spiritual, humor, highbrow, lowbrow, it was a great literary show, comedy, drama, um, worth checking out. Um, it's going to be streaming pretty soon. We're talking about doing some new, new ones, so uh, maybe y'all catch up on it. Yeah. This is my great friend Carlos Calvo, and Carlos and I uh, have been writing music for many years now and performing around, and uh, we have a single out that we're going to do a, a little bit later, but now we're going to do uh, one of our new songs that we just recorded that is not out yet. It's called As Good As Dead. Are you good? Uh, good, you're dead. Yeah. Do, do, is there anything we can do to get Carlos uh, uh, plugged in here? I'm good. That's all that matters. There we go. All right, y'all want us to just kick in here? All right, here we go. It's called As Good As Dead.
So this is our single that just came out last week, and this is called uh, uh, The New New Face. Oh, you don't have a mic? I just want to make, uh, well, uh, I got my own mic back, so sorry, we'll start that one more time. Ready? One more time! There we go. That was distracting. Four, one, <laughs> two, three, four.
grab a seat. Come grab a seat. Holy cow. That was amazing. Damn. Keep it going. Keep it going. That's so good. Where can they find the single you just did? Sure, sure, please. Yes, of course. Totally. I mean, I'll steal it, but like, you do you. Rob, how are you? I'm so excellent. Thanks uh -oh. for having me here. I've had a busy night. I was, uh, I did a benefit tonight um, for City of Hope at the El Rey Theater. So I've been singing a lot tonight. Um, oh but God, uh, awesome. You sound you sound incredible. You guys sound awesome. How long have you been playing together? Six, Seems like minutes. Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, like uh, five, six, seven years somewhere in there. Where where did you where did you guys meet? Where did that happen? We met. I I he was recommended to me as a guitar teacher, and uh, we started working together. A first AD introduced us. A first AD uh, named. That's so Hollywood, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that really is. That Carlos really is. is like the cool. guitar teacher of the stars. He's taught like David Duchovny, Adam Levine. Uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, uh, what's the guy? Jonah Hill. Uh, wow. Like all and someone recently, some badass. Yeah. Yeah, like. Who was it? Who was it? Bob Morrow. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Come I know, on, someone I loved. Yes, that guy's amazing. No, you guys sound uh, you're, really you're incredible. You're only our man. third musical guest we've ever had because we've had Lisa Loeb. Yeah, we've e. had Lisa Loeb. And now you. Yeah. I saw Lisa. Who was the second one in here? Uh, e. G. Daly. Daly. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And who who was a, a, a guest? Uh, she was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, and you hosted Saturday Night I Live. I did. Yeah. I hosted Saturday Night Live, and Nirvana was the band. Get Holy the shit. fuck out of here! Wait and check it out, and and they track. Wait, oh, I have so many good stories about that night because I was just there in December, and Dave Grohl was there with the Foo Fighters, and it was. It, I went back. I was back in the day when I hosted the show. My dressing room was right next to theirs, and they. I'm there all week, Monday through Friday, and they show up Friday, and they're across the room for me like just like this this there's this just like five feet and there's a door and it's their dressing room and I knew them a little bit because we all lived in Seattle but I wanted to go say hi and I walk in the dressing room and they're all in this small room and Kurt Cobain is out cold on the floor <laughs> I mean he's out cold oh, and and uh I, I I no one said a word no one acknowledged that he was out cold <laughs> but I want so I had to step over him to say hey are you? What's up? And, and Courtney and uh, Dave and you know they were all there, but I st kept stepping over Kurt. And uh, so then now cut to this December, I'm at SNL just hanging out, and they're the band, and I go into that same dressing room Whoa. where the Foo Fighters are there, and Dave's like, "What do you remember from that night?" And I was like, "I remember standing right here, stepping over." And he said that was the night they all had realized that Kurt had a heroin problem. That night. What? Oh, yeah. wow. And they went on the show and tr trashed the set. Yeah. And got in a lot of trouble. And Lorne Michaels said they would never be allowed on the show. And uh, it was a big controversy. And uh, um, it was weird. That's oh, so wow. fucking weird. That's amazing. It was That's crazy. a great story. It's a good story. Uh, right? that. That's now, incredible. That's yeah. incredible. I love that. In, in your career, you've played a fair number of real people. I have, yeah. Uh, because, like, in Quiz Show, you played an actual real person. In the OJ story that was just on, uh, you played a real person. When you play somebody who's, like, a living human being, like, do you go meet with them ahead of time, or how do you prepare for that? Yeah, like, in Quiz Show, uh, Richard Goodwin, who just passed away, um, amazing guy, Richard Goodwin. So I did this movie called Quiz Show that Robert Redford directed, thank you, and it was uh, me and Ray Fiennes and uh, John Turturro and all these amazing actors, and... Uh, and it was about the quiz show scandals of the late 50s, which were really significant because it basically, I mean, to now it seems like it's nothing, but it basically said that all of these TV shows were, um, were you know, corrupt and, and, uh, and, and the results were, you know, planned out in advance. Um, but it was a big scandal. And uh, the guy that I played was the federal investigator who looked into it. And he went on to be a speechwriter for... Uh, for JFK and Bobby, 
And when I was prepping to do the movie, I spent time with him up in Massachusetts. He just passed away two, week, two three weeks ago. Wow. And his wife was Doris Kearns Goodwin, who was an amazing writer in her own right. Wrote yeah. the, the Lincoln the book. The Lincoln book. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A team of rivals. A team of rivals. And wow. she's an amazing... And she hadn't... That was some deep... That's a deep <laughs> cut, See what I did there? Deep cut, man. See what I did there? <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. It was amazing. But Dick Goodwin was... was so 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 uh, when the movie came out, I was down in... Uh, DC, they were doing a bunch of premieres, and uh, Dick was like, "You want to, you want to go hang out?" And, and he knew everyone because he was a speechwriter for JFK, Bobby. He was like, "You want to go hang out?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay." And he goes, "You want to go to the White House?" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> you know, so next thing, I we're walking in the Oval Office and the whole thing, and then we we end up at the gravesite for Robert F. Kennedy, and in granite on the wall is the written in the. Uh, inscribed the tiny ripples of hope speech y'all know that it's a great yeah. amazing yep. speech and uh i do it at karaoke <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh dick dick kind of nonchalantly looks up and goes i wrote that <laughs> no way wow. that's amazing that's awesome. oh my yeah. god that's incredible uh what a uh, we we just had a, a guy on our show, uh, James Maslow, and I think we can yeah. talk about this because no one no one uh, w- every time we've tried to talk about it, it's kind of been shut down. Like yeah. we've gone to press to talk to, like presses. We've been approached by press, and then nothing's come out. Like yeah. it's we've had a couple times with this. Well, James Maslow was, he was uh, just on Celebrity was, Big Brother. Yeah, he was on Celebrity Big Brother, right. and which is a game show type. It's a type of game show where you right. win a lot of money at the end of the show, and part of the deal of that That's show is at the end of quiz show my character t- says they say you aren't you glad you got the qu- you got the quiz show you got these guys and they say and i say no we didn't get qu- we didn't get the game shows they got us you know yeah it's like, yeah and here we are in the world we live in and with the fucking president <laughs> well well what what we ended well what ended up happening it's okay yeah. what ended up happening is we're interviewing him and we're talking to him about big brother and he goes oh yeah uh you know he goes i'm not probably supposed to say this but meta world peace who is also one of the cast members on big brother um kept sneaking out the fire escape in the <laughs> middle of the the lot and would go see his family like and would just leave the show in. because you're supposed to be the part of the the deal with the show is oh, right, you're right, locked right, right, onto right, right, a set right, and that's how the game is played is that you can't leave and so you go crazy and he would just fucking leave in the middle of the night <laughs> that's it. the quote we're not going to get TV TV's going to get us <laughs> I love yeah, it man, it's so yeah yep. um, there's a there's a movie that you were in that I have to I have to bring up because if I don't uh, my uh, my brain's gonna explode. Um, you were in a, in a in a it was, you were in a documentary uh, that I saw in the theater. I saw it three times uh, in the theater. It's called Lost Souls, and it was uh, it's uh, the the uh, Richard Stanley hosted oh hosted the the w- w- hosted the in event the rea- at the at the at the silent movie theater when that still existed. And this was a documentary about a movie called The Island of Doctor Moreau. Which I quit. Which you quit. But I got paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars before I quit. <laughs> Hell yeah, good quit. Can we talk about wow. it a little bit? Will you tell us a little bit and get I closer to the mic? Let's get the right mic now. on you just a little. Funny, closer. like you know, I never told them the real stories, and I'm not going to tell you guys tonight. But <laughs> that was a crazy, crazy experience. I mean, I quit a movie. Wait, here's the only regret. I would have had a poster that said Marlon Brando. Rob Morrow and Val Kilmer oh, yeah. over Shit. the fucking title. Can we? Cur- what are we? Yeah, on? you can yes. just say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> 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 I curse a lot. So, but I, I can Please. restrain if I'm on no, like no, a Tonight no, Show no, or something. No, 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 it's the Hollywood fucking improv. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so, uh, my regret is that I didn't get that poster, but um, it was in complete anarchy. I, I, I remember, I'll never forget, I would literally, because it was back in the, we were using faxes then, and I was sending SOS faxes to my <laughs> lawyer saying, get me out of this. It was, it was, uh, but you saw yeah, the documentary. You arrive, if, if you haven't seen the documentary, they, uh, Richard Stanley, this guy, had wanted his entire life to make the movie The Island of Dr. Moreau. He'd written the script, uh, like, more than a dozen times. Island of Dr. Moreau is an H.G. Wells novel about kind of the, the danger of genetic engineering, yep. right? right? It's very uh, uh, prescient, and, and even now, it would 
could make a great. And, and for this movie. audience, basically, they knocked it off in South Park a bunch of times. Yeah, did they? seen it. Yeah, they That's really have seen it. Yeah, uh, they what, the one I did. Or, or yeah, the, yeah, 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 that one. That one. They've they knocked it, it off. It looks like Brando. He's got like a little numerous, in the whole deal. numerous yeah. times. Yeah. Well, oh what ended God. up happening was they go out to go make this movie, and uh, and there's a, a like a hurricane, and it washes away the entire set. Right, and so then everyone's like stranded out there. It's not a good situation, and they have to rebuild everything from scratch. And slowly, slowly, uh, this this guy who was it was his dream to make this movie, his like his dream is just fucking crumbling in <laughs> front of him. Right, and then you leave the movie. Right, and they move Val Kilmer up from what the role he was playing to the role you played. No, right. I, I, what happened was Bruce Willis was playing. Right? Bruce Willis was. Yes. Bruce Willis was in it. It was it was Marlon, Bruce, and Val. Bruce quit. Yeah, Bruce I think he quit. knew what was coming. And they brought me in, and Val moved into Bruce's part, and I moved into my part, and then eventually I quit. But I, I can't tell you because it's going to hurt. It, it's it's not good for some people that I would say why why it went south. But it, it was it was. But the, well, the interesting part that always sits with me about this movie, especially about the documentary, is that they fire Richard Stanley from his movie. Okay, the director. He's like and thirty go, years old. His dream. Old. He's directing Marlon Brando, Val Kilmer, and me. Yeah. And he's lost control. Marlon Brando has changed his entire costume. He's wearing an ice bucket on his head. <laughs> he's he's given all of the lines of dialogue of one of the characters to a to a dwarf that barely speaks. Any Wait, English. let me just let me just interject one second. So yeah. Marlon shows up and he's like, he wants this uh, uh, dwarf person. guy, this this teeny guy, uh, to be in exactly his same costume. So it's Marlon Brando in a white three piece suit and this little guy. In a white three-piece suit. <laughs> the mini-me thing. Yeah. First. Yeah. Yes, first. <laughs> yeah, it's first mini-me. Yeah. And, and wait, here's the crazy thing. In all the scenes, he wants... Marlon has a hat, like Lincoln, you know, but white. But the top of the hat is open. And he wants this little guy standing on the table, putting dropping ice cubes into his... <laughs> Hot. <laughs> right, I mean, it's so insane. It's You're so like, weird. what? So, long story short, Richard Stanley gets fired. They put him in yeah. a cab. They send him to the airport. He gets out of the cab, walks into the airport, comes right back out, gets into another cab, goes back to the set, crawls, army crawls onto the set, meets up with the guy who runs the extras department, gets the extras guy to put him in a costume and a mask, and then he does extra work on his fucking movie. <laughs> And and does things like sets fires on the set and like <laughs> lights fireworks off while they're filming. Like does fucking crazy shit. If you haven't seen Lost Souls, go fucking rent this movie. It will change your life. And that's only half the story, I'm telling you. Holy shit. I absolutely love that. Um uh before we, we have uh we have I got I got one or two questions before we wrap things up. Uh numbers. This show was a fucking massive hit yeah. for you. What what was it like working on a show like that? It was fun, you know, like, because uh, up to then I played a lot of loquacious characters, you know, people that talked a lot and a lot, and, and this you guy was... the word loquacious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I played characters that used the word loquacious. Yeah. But, like, he, he was laconic. Um, and, uh, but the, the thing that was interesting was, like, I'm not a gun guy. Like, I'm so not a gun guy. I'm completely of that, but I also was a kid who played cowboys and Indians and all, and dug all that shit. And so they would get, we'd get on the set and they'd be like, we had these technical advisors and they'd be like, you know, real FBI guys. And they'd be like, you know, it's not like in the movies. Like when you get a, when you, when you get someone in your sights, you don't, you know, it's not like, you're not spraying them. You're like, you take calculated shots, even though it's an automatic weapon. So you're like, and I'd be like, cool, no problem. They go roll the camera, and I go. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. <laughs> That's so great. That's amazing. Uh, Rob, where are you performing next that people want to go see you perform? Because you're amazing. We're doing a, Carlos and I have a band. You know, we write all this music together, and uh, we have this single out that's on Apple and all the digital tunes, and then we're playing a, a, a really great venue called Bogies in Westlake, uh, July 15th. That's awesome. Well, oh, yeah. guys, uh, go check him out. And also, uh, it's official Rob Morrow or the Rob official Morrow? Official Rob Morrow is on Instagram and then Rob Morrow's Twitter. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Give him a big round of applause, guys. Amazing. Rob Morrow. Big applause. Come on. Keep it going. Keep it going. Wah wah.
quick prizes we're going to give away, and we're bringing up our last, uh, our last guest of the night. Um, this is from Momentum Brands, uh, based out of China. They're one of our new sponsors. Uh, they're really great. Uh, if you, hey, sometimes you 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 know you don't have the sometimes you don't you don't have the time, but you need the time, and that's why they created 20-inch vintage wall clock. 20-inch 20-inch vintage wall clock for for the time. Yep. Uh, who would like it? Who wants it? Oh my gosh, right, so many folks yeah, back, there. So many. back There's there. There's folks back here. There's uh, a Sarah, deep corner. Sarah Salthouse, can you come grab this if you're here? Cora or uh, Sarah, maybe one of you guys. Uh, or uh, Just glue it to, to the come, back of your phone. Come running up. Come running up. <laughs> here, why don't I just grab it? Can it, should I just grab <laughs> Ryan, it? Yeah, Who am Ryan, I giving it to? Pick a winner. Ryan, Ryan take, Ryan, take it to it. one of those uh, people. I, back I want it. I'm leaving with the clock, everybody. I'm leaving with the clock. You can purchase one of the. You can purchase one at the 99 cent store on La Brea. In case you really want that clock. Uh, we have another uh, sponsor. This is a sponsor. This is real. This is real. It's a real thing. What I'm about to read to you, this is from NDM Network. Uh, they are based out of Russia, and they uh, did sponsor the show, which is very cool. Their company, Ooh. Trackemo Guard 3G, is an actual tracking device. You can put it on anything. Your dog... Your girlfriend, don't do that. That's against the law. Put it on an X. Uh -huh. Put it on an X. See what they're up Rob to. Rob Morrow, everybody. Rob Morrow. Use it for whatever you want. You could track you, you could people. I got you could track yourself. Yeah. Put it in Rob Who would like it? It's worth it's about a hundred bucks, one of these things. Right here. Yeah. All right, we got well, we got one right there. Send it to that guy over there. We who's got who's that, guy that, guy? There. that guy? That guy? That guy there. He's going to hide it under somebody's driver's seat, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to track this, her. This okay. is also a sponsor of the show. Uh, this is from a company called Doc Johnson. I think they're a medical <laughs> supply company. This is called Optimail <laughs> Men's Sexual Health and Wellness Vibrating Oh, Men's Sexual seat. Health and Wellness? She's listen. She's waving her arms before you even describe it. Well, take it, take it all the way straight back there. Uh, optimize every opportunity is what they say. Is that optimize another one? Optimize every opportunity. Powerful stimulation for you and your partner. I'm gonna go ahead and but take this now. How does it work? Oh, Mike, this, pull, I thought they were Matt, pills. Pull out that giant dick and show everybody <laughs> how that shit works. Get it back Something. there. There we go. Wait, what's happening? Who am I giving this to? Glickman? Yourself. Oh, give it to Jesse Lee, because Jesse Lee is, uh, I believe, a, uh, a an actress in uh, adult, uh, right, adult uh, film work. So Something she actually like needs that. it. Uh, but for this lady right here, this is our last sponsor of the night, and it's very, very exciting. Uh, for all of you uh, non, for all of you non-Jews that still need to sleep, straight from Style Lab for Fashion Angels. Bacon pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's send that straight back. Send it. Straight send it straight back. back. Oh, she got it. She got, she got it. that uh, one. Uh, All right. Well, look, I gotta bring up our last you guest of the night. It? Oh, she's being gracious. Ladies and you, gentlemen, you our last guest of the night. This is a big fucking deal, and I need you guys. I need your full support because we're gonna wrap this thing up in a, in a way that you can't even believe, especially because it hurt for it to happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, our last so guest of the night was a is a was a professional skateboarder who became one of the top radio personalities on Sirius XM. This guy is a fucking beast, and we love him. And his book "I'm Awesome" is incredible. Please welcome our dear friend. Jason Ellis! Jason Ellis! Hell yeah. Jason. I don't do any voices, just for the record. You don't have to do it. You, already, you have a great voice as is. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> Jason, you're such a fucking great guy. Thanks for being out late and fucking around with us. I really appreciate it, man. You're a good man. And thanks for having me on your show. Your fucking fans are terrific people. Where are they? I know. I don't... <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my bad, my bad. Front row. I, this guy right here. Front I row. I figured it was only one. I mean, none. So this one, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's so they, one. There's great. at least one. He looks great. If not three. There's a bunch. 
what what I found what I think is really fucking crazy is is like I'll go do this morning radio show sometimes, and then you go look on Twitter, and you know you get a couple mentions. People do this kind of shit, but then I did your show, and we talked about like serious shit. We talked about like very serious stuff on your show. Did Remember? We? Yeah, we talked about my dick almost getting torn off. How's that serious? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it's stuff serious. I can talk about on Wasn't serious. Wasn't that you just fucking a what is that thing you it do was, when you're sad? Look, it was a sex robot, and yeah. it was a mistake. Yeah, sex robot. <laughs> The point. The point. It wasn't is, a sex robot, wasn't it? Like a sorry, no, a fleshlight. Right? It was a flashlight. Yeah, you're calling it a robot. You just fucked your hand and got stuck or something. <laughs> no, it was. That's why I call it a not big deal. Oh, Josie came on the show. Talk about his penis almost came off. Turns out he got his dick stuck in some flashlight thing for Desperado. It was a robotic flashlight. He put too much lube in it or something. I'm like, it didn't it, really. Come off, or there wasn't a robot that was like, ay, 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 and you ducked it. You're not fucking Neo, you know? You just. <laughs> you don't have a dick. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like. You want to fuck robots. Yeah, you want to stick it in everything. Everything. Even if it looks like it's going to bite it off, you just. You don't know. You go, those teeth don't. You don't, don't know what it's like. It's you're not like, those always. Those teeth don't look so sharp. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes everybody doesn't want to do anything to it, so you have to fuck a robot. Yeah. That could potentially eat it. Yeah, you never know. Or I could come. This is worth it. One of the two. One of the two. Or both. Quality. Um, Sorry. I, uh, I, was, I was looking through some of, the, uh, some of your past uh, fights because you fight as a fighter. You're not a fight. really. You not do really. fight. Nope. You're undefeated. Yes, you, you yes are because I'm not, I don't fight tough people. <laughs> <laughs> Would you play, pull the clip up for a second? Pull the clip up. We have a, a little clip of you fighting. Look at this fucking... There's a lot of fighting involved in this... In this. They, look at that. Oh, no. Oh, no, God. Okay, all right. Let me turn the music down for a second. Let me ask you. Turn the lights back up. Turn the lights back up. You made a video to make it look like I'm a fighter. Look at that one. You got punched in the head by Chuck Liddell. Yeah, well, that doesn't take... You don't have to be a fighter to do that. You have to be a fucking idiot. You also got... There's a video here where you You get punched. You said, hey, everybody, check out this fucking idiot on the screen. I'd be like, yeah, look at it. Don't say fighter, man. Let's be serious. When, when, uh, when okay, you okay, that one fight, that right, one that's punch, a real fight. Yeah. That's the only time look at I ever. Look at that. Yeah, that's I'm pink. That that's pink punching you. Yeah, in the face. I'm getting punched. <laughs> you do. You look at you. Yeah, I'm getting punched, man. It's always <laughs> yeah, getting punched. When you get punched in the face, is uh, me getting strangled? Yeah, go me. How do you feel? How, how do you hell, f- man? Stay in school, kids. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you're in the ring, what does it feel like? Is it fucking? Are you Wh- nervous? Which part? Like when I'm winning or when I'm losing? <laughs> Either way, like how do you? Oh, it's feel totally when different. You, you got to ask when two different winning, questions. When you're winning, it feels right. awesome. When you're losing, it's really really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it feels like you're drowning. Does it feel the same the next day though? Like it's just a lot of pain. Well, it's different for me because I don't. I've never lost a real fight. I've only lost like a fight where I said I would fight somebody who's a million times better than me mm-hmm. in front of all my fans. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I already knew when I accepted the fight that I'm gonna get knocked down in front of everybody and everyone's gonna go, "That was worth it, Jason. Thank you." <laughs> so I already faced it before the fight happened. But all the other fights where I fight somebody that. Potential, it's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won. Yeah, and nice. it's, uh, th- as I don't, it's not real. It's only like a couple of fights. If I did it for a living, then I would eventually meet my maker. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, but but we don't do that. Like I, I, yeah, I, well, I yeah. like, let me tell you something. Earlier today, oh no, on normal people, I kick the shit out of you. Right? No, <laughs> yeah. I have a. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure. MMA fighters that I go to the gym with all the time. No, I'm a giant veg. Well, like <laughs> <laughs> earlier today, I'm driving in the car with Matt, and uh, Matt is uh, what we like to call in the business an asshole, yeah. right? Yeah. And so uh, we, well, we've had situations like we were at the. Uh, uh, at the Rite Aid, uh, where uh, where and I was buying something behind the from the counter, and the guy behind the counter goes, uh, "Oh, are you you're not trying to break a hundred, are you?" And he goes, "A uh, hundred? Uh, he's, he's trying to break three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and the fucking guy behind the counter like clammed up and got uh, real nervous. It was a, like, bit, too, it was a bit quick. Yeah, mm. but he does that shit like he does it all the time. Right. All right. The time. So I was like, I was saying, well, at least he's t- doing it on his feet, not in the, <laughs> like behind the wheel. I respect the guy that can do it. Yeah, on oh, his he does feet. It. He does it all the time. You could, I could still punch you in the face over the counter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you fly over, over the top. <laughs> well, I, what I realized was his roommate 
is a lawyer, mm-hmm. and that's why he doesn't <laughs> mind giving people shit and being a fucking asshole. Because if someone fucking hits him, he can just sue them. <laughs> that's why. That's why he yeah. lives with this guy. It's an interesting theory. It's, it's, it's never kind of amazing. That's like. Talking shit in the ghetto because you got a bulletproof vest. Right? I can still shoot you in the face. (laughs) 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 All right, we were talking about uh, how about your uh, jump from being a professional skateboarder to being a uh, a, a hosting a a show. Uh, How the fuck did this happen? How did you go from being a pro skater to then hosting a very successful show on SiriusXM? Tony Hawk. It's really easy. If you know Tony Hawk, anybody can do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I rode a skateboard for a very long time, and and I was friends with Tony Hawk. It was an accidental friendship because I'm a, a drug taking maniac, and he's like a really nice person. <laughs> and and no one ever would would have thought that we would you know I mean unite and become best buds, but we did. But that's like secretly between you and me. It's just recorded. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. He fucking he you know in the end in the <laughs> after he made the 900, he he drank a lot. Hell yeah. So we had a lot of fun. That's as far as it's gonna go. <laughs> but we, he's fucked up. He's fucked up. Well, okay, he taught me about a cat in a bathtub. That's the one thing that I'll tell you about. He taught you about a cat in a he's bathtub. He's like, you know what a cat in a bathtub is? And I'm like, no. Yeah. He's like, it's when you fuck a chicken, you put the balls in the ass. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god. And he's what? like, you don't know about that? I'm like, what? I don't have a cat. No. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Tony Hawk. I'm like, wow, yeah, wow. No, that's not really. This. He did tell <laughs> me that. Holy shit. He did tell me that. Are you I serious? Yeah, man. Then he gave me his baby thing. and left. <laughs> 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 he came back like five minutes later, but I was really scared. <laughs> <laughs> I never held a baby before. That's, a, that's so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not we, lying. We, uh, we had Tyler Shields on our show not that long ago. Did yeah. you know him back in the circuit when he was rollerblading and you guys were skating? Who? Tyler, Tyler Shields? Shields? You Who the fuck is guy? Tyler Shields? No, he's he's the guy that took the picture of uh, Kathy Griffin holding Donald Trump's head. But he oh, was 13 and he was on tour with Tony Hawk and you guys back in the day. Like, I don't know if he oh, was he there was? with you. Yeah, he, yeah, know, he, was like he, he remembers you. You may not remember him. Yeah, I don't give a... Yeah. F- Did he skateboard good? <laughs> He was no, a rollerblader. He was a yeah. rollerblader. Oh, then yeah, I totally <laughs> documented all the rollerbladers. <laughs> He's lucky he didn't look like that fucking photo. I hate rollerbladers. They're uh, not, it's not a sport. No, it's really Sorry. Not. It's, it's okay. Can't start that shit with me. It, no, no. It, it, fuck it, what photo he took. He sucks. <laughs> Skateboard uh, You had a band uh, no, for a while? Once yep. again. No. Yes, you did. Nope. It, you had I'm a, a fake singer like you. You actually had a... There was a band, and the band was called Death, Death, Die. That is a true thing that happened. I know it for a fact. I know there's a music video out there. No, it isn't. Nope, you don't you have may, it. You may be able to find one. Okay, good. Or death, <laughs> Then death, it didn't happen. Die. No, I had um, Tony Hawk's taint stick because I was trying to make fun because I was, I was a DJ because I was like, I'm going to move to L.A. and retire from skateboarding and be uh, uh, the next Howard Stern. So I'm just going to move to L.A. and I'm going to talk over music and talk shit and fucking rule the world. It's going to be a master plan. Trust me. Yeah. Just stay with me for 10 years and it'll work out. So uh, I just talked a bunch of shit about everything and somehow people felt... I don't know why people didn't tell me to, like, fire me. You know what I mean? Because someone said, you can't say that. And I was like, I'm saying it. And then someone's <laughs> like, you got to learn how to say stuff about music so you need to use MySpace to... Because <laughs> I, I can't read or write, so... Me, MySpace was like, sure, I'll type in to, like the band's name, which took me a very long time. And then I would type it in, and I'd be like, look at these fucking morons. So instead of saying like how bad their band was, I'd say how stupid they looked. Yeah. And it was an accident. People just liked it. And they were like, the dude with the accent is talking shit on the band is hilarious. And then I just got a job. <laughs> Amazing. And so... Look how much fun you guys are having. Alright, 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 alright. That's <laughs> Look, that, the ba- that that song's called A is for Anal. <laughs> oh my the true story there is I didn't really like my wife anymore, so I got an A with a love heart around it, so so nobody would try to have sex with me. <laughs> and then I just had somebody had sex with me anyway, or something, and I got divorced. But A uh, before before I even <laughs> my friend was like, "Oh, A for anal," and I was like, 
Oh, that's a song. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's supposed to be for my ex-wife, but oh, turns shit. out I just really love anal. <laughs> <laughs> well, who could blame you? But yeah, I did, I did make that band to make fun of the bands that I was announcing. And then some big boss in New York said, you're not allowed to play your band because it's not relevant. So then I made another song about what was in the news called um, Can I Shoot a Load on Your Face? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, the other lyrics were about what's relevant at that time. And then the hook was, but can I shoot a load on your face? <laughs> <laughs> you had to be there. But, uh, but, I remember, but I remember being so happy because everybody that listened thought it was the greatest song ever. It's a really bad song. Um, and, and my boss could not do shit. <laughs> I shut his fucking ass <laughs> down. He got oh. fired like 10 years later. I'm still there. Very fuck rich. that guy. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, fuck him. Um, <laughs> what about uh, acting? You ever do no, any I'm really acting? bad at it. Yeah? You, do you ever think... I've done it and I'm really have? bad at it. I mean, a lot of deleted scenes. Yeah. One time I was... I mean, I'm good at dying and I'm good at like, oh, I'm a crazy tattoo guy. Fucking basic asshole. Yeah, no. I can't I, be a doctor or, hey, man, I, you know, I, don't, I don't have oh, my voice. I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just suck. I'm just a Neanderthal. I'm good at radio. That's it. You really are. You're really great at radio. Uh, I, I love uh, listening to your show. Your fucking show is fantastic. And you really don't have any problem touching on any subject. Is there anything that you ever like shy away from? Is there anything that you feel weird about? No. Have you ever had someone come on and be like, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that? I shouldn't yes. have said that? Like what? <laughs> like, like what type of stuff? Um, I Did mean, sex anybody. Sex stuff or was it weird stuff? Like no, where they just they admit something? I mean, something? I feel like I sometimes, I always used to think that it was, if I'm super honest, then you can, you will, especially if you're egotistical, which is famous people, will match you. Yeah. So if I'm like, you know, I was molested when I was a kid, you know, suck dick, go to glory holes every now and then, so everyone's going to get uncomfortable, but. <laughs> You know, man, I did hook with, with with prostitutes. <laughs> what did you, what'd you do today? Right, you're, you know you're, you're, you're not a lot, you're a lot of a lot of ego people are like, well, f I did shots out of somebody's pussy. I'm like, wow, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> They're like, whoa, because <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? I, I'm not famous. I can I can do what I do. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's in here. Yeah, seriously. A lot of oh, it is yeah. in here. Yeah, a lot of it is in there. Uh, we were hoping if you if you would uh, would you consider this? Would you consider this, uh, Matt? Would you mind putting the mic where it, where it goes? Uh, here's what I was hoping. What does that mean in the context <laughs> of this interview? Yeah, we'll do that on Jason's show. Well, I don't um, put mics where it goes on my show. <laughs> <laughs> when I was going to clarify real quick, <laughs> yeah, different show, different show. Um, I was going to uh, ask you if you would read a little selection from your book. Uh, this is the book here. Uh, I'm awesome. Uh, this is one of two books. You have a second book and you're currently on a third. Yeah, yeah third one. It's been a long time. The second one was a joke, like because that's a New York Times bestseller. So then they made me like, you know, I mean, squeeze my dick for some sellout money. Yeah. Of course. And like make up some shit. Like, what would it be like to be totally awesome? I, I, I don't know. Let me make up some shit. You know, have an accent, a lot of money. <laughs> Stupid. Well, if that one's would, real, that would one's, you consider that reading? I can't read, by the way. Just read like a little People bit. People don't of know it. this. He sent me an email today saying, hey, man, can you read from your book? And I'm like, I can't read. And then I was like, oh, he's going to think I'm joking. Oh, no. I mean, I really can't read. Really? Yeah, I mean, Oh, it's, see, it's, hey, Glazer it's can read it. Jason Ellis' book written by Michael Tully because I'm an illiterate moron. All right, well, how about this? Glazer will read it. I'm going to play the piano I'll pull my softly. sad face while he reads it. Yeah, Is it going to be the sad bit? Either, either the that or if you have a great story to play with piano, I don't want to step on the fact that your voice it. sounds amazing. Wait, what, uh, like a wanna, sad story? Do you want to tell like a dirty story, a very dirty, sexy story, and I'll play yeah, the piano something while like you tell way it? Way more interesting than me pretending to be you and uh, my tattoos uh, yeah, are yeah, not what you, yours Especially are. if you do the accent, it's going to yeah. bump me out. It's going to bump me out. Oh, mate. There I was with a shrimp on a barbie. Hang not gonna be good. No, I, that's not my fucking story, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing sandals and cargo shorts. Wait, man. So any, anyway, I I I look weird, right? I gotta play this piano thing. It's good. So yeah, I look funny, right? And when I go to uh, glory holes, people think, man. 
is he going to kill me? But what they don't know is I just want to get sucked off like the rest of you assholes. So why you got to look at me so weird? Just because maybe I'm a little more into wolves than the rest of you. <laughs> is it a crime? I mean, really think about it. Got a wolf on my head. I'm not a murderer, just like animals. And gay sex through mysterious holes. So come on, homos. I can say that. Get down there and enjoy yourselves. Thank you. That was amazing. Jason Ellis, everybody. How great was that? All right, hang on, Jason. We have a, uh, a special guest to end this night. Uh, guys, the nighttime show will be back uh, August August 18th uh, with some uh, wonderful and incredible guests. We hope that you guys return for that. Uh, but uh, to end this thing out, here is a very true thing that happened. Uh, Jason calls me up. He goes, hey, we are going to tape an episode of our show live from the house. At I, a reasonable time. At a reasonable time. <laughs> And I say, wow, that sure does sound like fun. And he goes, would you like to come over? We're going to play some games. And I go, okay. And so I show up at his house, and there is a lot of people at this house, including Tyler Posey from the TV show Teen Wolf. And he's shirtless. And, uh, and, and, and lady, the ladies are Why excited. Why are you bringing that up? I don't know. It's weird. You're making it like you're telling like a bunch of 14-year-old girls a story. <laughs> so anyways, here's what happens is, so then uh, we have to all play ping pong around a, a ping pong Sting table. pong. What's it called? Sting pong. Sting pong. So you got to do a circle. You got to lob it over to the other person. They lob it back. Yeah. And then you put the bat down right after you lob it. And the person behind you picks up the bat. So you keep doing a circle around the table. Yes. The person who misses it has to sting the other person on the back. If they miss, they're out. If, the other, if they hit, that person who gets hit is out. But the difference is when they get hit, then they have to spin the wheel. Yeah, they spin it's the, the wheel of candy or the wheel of doom. Right, and so then if you end up with doom, like I did, <laughs> you have to go into a, a separate room, which has mats all over the floor and all over the MMA wall. MMA room, yeah. And there's an MMA fighter in there, and he beats He's the here. shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. That's and not exactly how it happens, but yeah. It's pretty close, of. and he's here right now. Hey, Eddie that Jackson. Eddie Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Eddie Jackson to the stage. Eddie, come on up here. Keep it going. Keep it going for Eddie Jackson. Show them the guns, Eddie. Show them the guns. Look at this. That's Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson, you are a uh, MMA fighter. You do fight a lot. Is that true? Yes, I do. Yes, and, uh, and you fought a lot of people that day, sir, and you did not... Uh, go easy. You were you were go. I mean, or maybe you did go easy. You you may have gone a little he easy. He didn't punch you. Look, he took Ben Glebe and put Ben Glebe, the comedian, in an arm bar and 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 had him on the ground. And Ben Glebe went, "Hey, come on, man, you're gonna break my arm." And he said, "Tap out, motherfucker." <laughs> and Ben Glebe was like, "I'm tapping out," and fucking tapped out. At just before his fucking arm broke. It was the most amazing. It was so amazing. You got video and you fought a lot of fucking people that day. You fought people all fucking day. It was about what? Eight? Yeah. Nine? Eight or nine people. Yeah. Uh, I was one of those people. Yes, and uh, Who won? And, uh, yeah. Who won oh, that fight, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a saga that can continue forever, huh? Yeah, yeah really. So mysterious. Who yeah, took I that battle? Who, who would have won in that battle? So, you did better than I thought you would do. Really? Did you really? No. Say? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had not been in any sort of uh, physical altercation of any way. You could barely tell. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, Everybody in the room could barely tell, too. They, they watched where we have it. You guys want to see it? Yes. We've never shown it before. So let's let's. Play and guys, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. Lying. Guys, thanks so much for coming out. Uh, where can you, Jason? Where can people find you if they want to follow you on I'm the a, internet? I, fuck off! I'm mysterious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, you're the best. Where can people find a good glory hole in Los Angeles? Yes, Jason? where can they find a glory hole? Oh, that's hole? like uh, Santa Monica. And who's the lady <laughs> saying Whoa. that? How's there a girl? Who is that? <laughs> is that my mom? You're with me. <laughs> What's going on it's back there? 
La Brea or some shit. <laughs> Just one up from La Brea. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Grab there. a pen. You guys aren't ready for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, watch this thing and uh, call it a night. Thank you guys so much for coming out to the nighttime show. <laughs> Maybe. There's. I've been standing my whole life, Katie. Put it on. I'm the fat one. If you need it. <laughs> some help on figuring it out. You do one stretch, like that's gonna like. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> one stretch. That'll help. That'll help the situation. Don't worry, we're gonna get on our knees in a second. That stretch was suck off. I did not catch that the first time. I didn't know you were flexing straight away. This guy will get out of the way. Oh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be tough. I got my Reebok pumps on. I'm ready to go. Bigger than the other. What's that? Oh no! It's for the best. The bad choice. Uh, by the way, I'm wearing a t-shirt with Lindsay Lohan on it. Perfect for a Mean Girls night. That Russian, that that Nazi guy that said shh while he was stabbing that one soldier in that. By the way, this guy's got a great ass. If you're not already. Thank you. It'll be at the Glory Hill later tonight. Yes, that was great. Anyway, are we ready? One. Two, three. Move out of the way. You're in the way. Oh shit. And he has a wrist. This is so awful. There it is. You got him. Here we go. I fucking love that so much. You look like he died, kind of. I did kind of die a little bit. Real fast. I go, I go face first into the fucking ground. I feel so much more. I feel bad. Guys, you're the best. You did great, Eddie. You did great. That no, was that bad? You did do great. You did not. You really? I did not do great. Guys, thanks so much for coming out. I love you guys. Have a great time and drive safely home. It's the nighttime show. Oh.